All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's show of Disney Co. in the Know. I am Bruce, and I'll be your host, and I am joined by Hannah. Hey, y'all. And Jake. Hello. And Elizabeth. Hi. And this is episode five, and in episode five this week, we are going to talk about Disneyland's Marvel's um, Avengers Campus, and then at the end of the show, we're going to talk about our favorite Marvel movies. Uh, but before our discussion begins, I just want to take the time to say that this show, Disney Code in the Know, is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, um, travel agents who are Disney and... Well, that's not showing, is it? Oh, that's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Disney and Universal travel experts who help plan your family's vacations to take away the stress. So all you need to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. All right. Well, sorry for that snafu there, guys. Um, but I am ready to talk Marvel Avengers Campus. So... Um, Avengers Campus, for a little bit of uh, background, um, is going to be in um, California Adventure Park out at Disneyland, and is uh, set to open up July 18th, 2020. Um, I have not heard of any news that the construction or the opening of Avengers Campus has been delayed. Um, have you guys heard any word on that? I heard so. about construction at Walt Disney World being delayed, but I haven't heard anything about the Avengers Campus specifically or anything out in Disneyland. So as far as I know, that's all still on schedule. Yeah, uh, and, and that's all um, I've heard too. So um, until, until we get word, uh, we are anticipating a July 18th um, open date for Avengers Campus. Um, let's just go through the attractions and talk about what Avengers Campus is going to have to offer. So um, let's talk about the very first thing, Guardians of the Galaxy's Mission Breakout. Um, so this is an attraction that already exists that they're building Avengers Campus around. Mm -hmm. um, Elizabeth and I were out there last year and had the opportunity to ride uh, Mission Breakout. And all I have mm -hmm. to say is um, I was very nervous um, when they changed over um, the Tower of Terror to Mission Breakout um, because they took a classic Disney ride and they were changing it to modern IP. Um, but yeah. I absolutely enjoyed Mission Breakout. So I'm glad yeah. that they're building Avengers Campus around that. Elizabeth, what do you think of uh, Mission Breakout? Okay, so I don't want to step on any toes, but I honestly think the Breakout, Mission Breakout, is better than Hollywood Tower Tear. But I also Ooh. love Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's why I really, really enjoyed it a lot. Yes. Um, we were also there at Halloween <coughs> time, so they did an overlay. So I would look forward to that too at um, Halloween time, the overlay that they did um, there. But it was so much fun. And if you're a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fan, you will absolutely love it because they hit on all the little um like fun little easter egg things um throughout guardians of the galaxy Do so it's really fun include some of our favorite music from the movies yes, yes. that's why yes. i liked it too I'm because in. i love this, i mean like if you love guardians of the galaxy it's because of you know the music and one of the reasons why so it just it it's so good because it's like you feel like you're in the movie and um i also just like the cue difference of Tower of Terror versus Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. and I think it's a very strong attraction. 
Awesome. Yeah, it absolutely is. It, <laughs> it certainly does play the, um, the soundtrack, which is a lot of fun. Um, but I will read here what Disneyland has on their website. This, this attraction is for those 40 inches or taller um, and is categorized as big drops, a thrill ride, dark, loud, and scary. And I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. that for sure, it is dark, loud, and scary. So um, I will read awesome. <clears throat> the, the context of, um, um, of the mission is, uh, as it states, when Rocket escapes, he commandeers a gantry lift and enlists your help on a harrowing mission to rescue his fellow guardians. Prepare to unleash intergalactic mayhem from the top of the fortress to the bottom as one of Star-Lord's awesome mixtape blasts a classic tune. So Fantastic. Yeah, it is. One thing that they really did well was when you go up and down in this attraction, there are like different sequences. First off, not every ride is the same, uh, but they have yeah. these screens and action is happening at, as you go up and down, um, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, does anyone have anything to add on Mission Breakout before we move on to the next attraction? I mean, I haven't written it, but I, it checks off all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Dark, loud, exciting, great music. Like, <laughs> find me up. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> Yeah. All right, excellent. Let's talk about the newest attraction then, with the one that will open up on July 18th, and that's as I pull it up here, is Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Um, Does anyone have any thoughts on that one before I read the the synopsis on this one? So the the pictures that I've seen make it, like, make me think of um, the Toy Story one where you have, like, the blaster cannons and shoot because it's, like, four people sitting in a row and they're, like, firing things off. And I feel like that's a very classic ride style. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be a lot of fun and be, you know, fun competition with the people you're sitting with. Um, nothing super difficult. So like a wide variety of audiences could ride it. And so I think it sounds like a good ride. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, the, the height restrictions on this ride are, there are none. And so mm-hmm. I, I found that to be really interesting that this attraction, um, which is dark and spins, um, per the, um, details, is that there's no height restrictions. So um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to imagine what the intensity level of this one's going to be. Yeah. That'd be yeah, interesting wonder, because the, oh, go ahead, Jake, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I wonder if no height restrictions means you can like bring on like babies and everything too. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like that would say a lot about uh, how, <laughs> how intense, like motion wise the ride would be. Right. Uh, not that it has to have a bunch of motion to be good. Like those type of rides, you know that it'll rely on like the the fun of the game and shooting everything and stuff like that so um, yeah exactly it'll be good um, either way and yeah I making feel like oh god i would say i feel like spider-man tends to be um a hero that a lot of like younger kids can like easily get into there's a lot of cartoon shows about spider-man um you know the spider-man movies are well I don't know. The, the second one was, was pretty intense and emotional at times, but I feel like the first Spider-Man movie was a little bit more like lighthearted and um, than some of the other Marvel movies tend to be. So I wonder if they're kind of trying to play towards a younger crowd with this ride too, and make sure that they have something that can appeal to everyone. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. Elizabeth, did you have anything? I was just going to say um, the only Spider-Man ride that we ever rode was out yes. in, on, in Universal. And um that ride was um 
probably not going to be comparable to this then. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. So Jake and Hannah, do you recall the Spider-Man attraction at Universal? Yeah, I it's think in pieces. So. Okay, so it's set up a lot. Well, actually, it's almost identical to Transformers. Um, mm-hmm. In that, that is to Elizabeth's point, a very action-packed, uh, very mm-hmm. intense ride. Um, yeah. And so, if this does not have any height um, restrictions, I imagine we're going to see a totally different type of Spider-Man attraction. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'll read um, from the Disneyland uh, website. It says, Web Open House goes haywire. Embark on an action-packed adventure alongside the amazing Spider-Man. When Peter Parker's helpful but otherwise buggy Spider-Bots get stuck in replication mode and escape from a web workshop, Spider-Man must stop the rampaging robots before they wreak total techno havoc across Avengers Campus. Problem is, they're rapidly leveling up and becoming tough to beat. Your task? Hop aboard a web slinger vehicle and help weave a frenzied web to trap these friendly neighborhood sidekicks in a true Spidey style. It's up to you to unleash your inner hero and save the campus from complete chaos. Perfect for up-and-coming recruits with no height restrictions. I hope I read that with enough intensity as the attraction <laughs> seems to, as the description <laughs> kind of uh, describes the attraction. So It's just weird that the two attractions that they're going to have out there. And I know you haven't gotten to the other, like those really are the only two attractions, but like one, they're like so extreme from one another. Mm -hmm. Like one is like very extreme and very intense in your face. And then the other one doesn't seem like that. (laughs) I'm kind of wondering if they did that on purpose because already having the guardians one so intense in order to get like a why, you know, in order to appeal to families with younger kids who their kids love the Marvel superheroes, like they don't want to go to a park where the kids can't ride any rides. Right. So right. they had to make something like super low key comparatively mm-hmm. to kind of give some options if those are like the two big rides. And to your point, Hannah, I think Disney does that <laughs> often because if we look back on um when pandora opened they Mm -hmm. had flight of passage which is a very intense ride but then they also have navi river journey which is a very low-key any age can get on that toy story land open they have slinky dog dash which is you know relatively a more intense roller coaster versus the alien swirl and that one is not as intense so i think disney does a very good job at appealing to all Mm -hmm. age groups um, because the Marvel series is so loved from young to old. So they want to make sure that they're hitting those. those and groups. from those who have loved Marvel for a long time and new fans like myself, which we'll talk about uh, yeah. towards the end of the show. So, um, yeah, but to Hannah Elizabeth's point, they, they seem to really do that well, where they have an intense ride for teenagers and up and then a ride for that everybody can enjoy. And what I was going to say is I might've said this earlier, but Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad also does not have height restrictions. And I know if you take a young one on that you're supposed to hold them in the front. And as long as the lap bar or seatbelt mm. can come across them attached to you, that that tends to be okay. So hmm. I think doing an intense one and a not intense one also gives them a lot of room for growth and additions because I can see this Marvel campus continuing to grow. Yes. Um, so it, mm-hmm. it kind of gives them a lot of options for where to go with more rides. Good, good. I, I think we might be being a little harsh on it with uh, <laughs> assuming it's not <laughs> going to be intense. Like, like I'm sure it won't have a whole lot of uh, motion and stuff, but there's ways to use visual effects on rides to create the illusion of motion and stuff that might be a, 
a good substitute, make it feel like you're moving around a lot and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I would expect mm -hmm. at least a little of that in it too. Very good mm -hmm. points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. any, anything left on the uh, Spider-Man attraction web slingers? All right. Excellent. Let's move on to the sanctum. So the description of sanctum reads, Explore the ruins of a mysterious ancient sanctum and learn the site's secrets from Dr. Strange. And I will uh, read the second half because this description is really long, which <clears throat> probably goes to say a little bit that the description is so long because I think people are unsure of what this attraction um, is. An ancient site hidden for centuries. For as long as anyone can remember, rumors of unexplained events and energies have emanated from a remote location in the hills outside Los Angeles. In the, night, in the late 1940s, a Stark Industries complex was built on the location. Decades later, Tony Stark invited Doctor Strange to the Avengers campus to enlighten recruits about the mystic arts. Doctor Strange suspended the area's cloaking spells and revealed the sanctum to the world. Come discover for yourself what has been hidden for centuries. See the ancient ruins and learn from Doctor Strange about the amazing orb of Caligostro. So movie fans, is that, is that something? Uh, I don't recognize it, but it's... Okay, I, don't, lines, I don't even uh, know Dr. how I said Strange. it. <laughs> <laughs> the orb is known to be especially active at night. Visit after dark and you might see the sanctum flowing the mag with magical energy. Hmm. I'm excited for this one because I feel like this is going to be their opportunity to really kind of go crazy with some like world building. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I've heard incredible stories about what they do with the Pandora and with um, Galaxy's Edge from you guys. You guys have been there. We're hopefully going to go in May. And so I feel like this is where they're really going to go above and beyond with building like this cool intricate Marvel world where you can come and just like explore and they can do lights and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think it's going to be super interesting to see. Yeah, it sounds super I, immersive. Mm -hmm. And it, it sounds to me like you're going to meet Dr. Strange mm -hmm. there. Is yeah. that how you guys understand it as well? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like just like a meet and greet location where you can like go explore and, and see what this uh, world building, as Hannah, Hannah put it, you know, has to offer. I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm excited. I think he does that, like with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, back when I did get to visit Disney before, way back before Galaxy's Edge existed, they did have like a little Star Wars ride in Hollywood Studios and like a little Star Wars part. And they had um, Darth Vader came out on stage and they would like pick a kid out of the crowd to fight yes. him. And so I'm, I'm imagining this being something mm -hmm. like that. You know, they'll do like meet and greet and pictures with Dr. Strange. And then, you know, every hour for 15 minutes, he comes <coughs> out and picks a couple kids out of the crowd and teaches them to do like the, the motions and they'll mm. have lights and sensors and, you know, it'll be a big, hmm. that's what I'm picturing. So. Yeah, that would definitely be cool. Um, yeah, um, for time's sake, anything anything left on this? There's probably not too much more to be said about this. Mm -mm. All right, let's talk about the last the last thing: Avengers headquarters. Encounter some of the Earth's mightiest heroes and watch them spring into action to defend Avengers Command Center. It says that um, there are reports that the villain known as Taskmaster is plotting a break-in, and the Avengers are on high alert. 
grave superheroes like Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, and Captain Marvel greet new recruits and scan the horizon for potential threats. So to me, this sounds exactly like an interactive meet and greet. Mm-hmm. So I definitely had some concerns um, if they were going to be able to have all of the Avengers here because I know that Universal Studios in Florida has an Avengers campus on it and they have some of the Avengers there for you to meet and they do parades. And so I was wondering how like the rights to all of that is going to work as this campus gets built by Disney. So Hannah, that's a good, good point. And to my knowledge, the way that this works is that the agreement between Universal and Disney is that Disney can do this Universal stuff out in California, but cannot do it in Florida. Okay. And so I think they have almost full reign with Marvel out in California. So, which makes sense because Marvel is their company. So yeah. you think that they would, you know, get to have full reign. <clears throat> the universal one has existed for so long. I was just curious kind of what the, the path was going to be for that. Yeah. And it sounds like there's a good mix of uh, heroes to me between Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, and Captain Marvel. And mm-hmm. I don't want to give any spoilers away from my favorite movie. Um, but it's one of those. So I, I think that those are four good ones to me. What about you guys? Yeah. Is there any, any that you wish were going to be included that I didn't read off? I, I like that they chose those four uh, because especially you have some of the more classic ones there, like Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow that have been around a long time since like almost the start of the MCU. Uh, and I feel like uh, with a lot of the main attractions here, it sounds like they're gearing more towards like that next generation heroes like Spider-Man and stuff like that. So it's cool to have some of the the classic ones featured like this. I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that they picked a couple girl heroes as well as the guy heroes, because from what I remember, I don't think they had any of the, they may have had one um, at, at the Universal mm-hmm. Studios. And um, so I'm pretty excited to, to have the female heroes there representing. Um, and I also, I am a little bit kind of puzzled, I guess, because are they going to have, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, a meet and greet by the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, or is the ride there and the heroes aren't? Like, how's that? They, from when we were out there, they did a whole show. Okay. Um, so, like, every, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours, um, Star-Lord would, like, come out, and they would do this whole, like, music show, and so I bet that throughout all the campuses, or, like, throughout the entire campus, they'll have maybe some of those pop in and out, Um, because I was thinking, you know, as we were talking about it, I'm thinking, well, where's Black Panther represented, and, you know, where's Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel, and, like, all of these, where's the Hulk, like, all of these um, other I don't think that they would totally exclude it because if it's going to be considered, you know, this huge campus of all of it. Um, so I don't, I think it'll be interesting to see like what else Disney has up their sleeve um, with how they'll, how they'll have those. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Speaking of things up their sleeve, um, <clears throat> did you guys see the video of the Spider-Man animatronic going across buildings? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I don't yeah. think so. Okay, so mm-hmm. for Jake and Elizabeth who haven't seen it, that is something um, you have to see. We'll post that on our uh, Facebook group page, all right? So Disney Cone the Know Facebook group. Um, we'll post it there for you guys to check out. But it, the animatronic looks like there's a guy dressed up as Spider-Man jumping between buildings. Um, we'll see if he's on the um, – is he in 
is there, I don't know if in this photo here, if, um, yeah, he's up on top yeah. of the big building with kind of like the glass looking roof. Okay. Um, yeah. Right up there, ready to swing. So, mm -hmm. um, this animatronic, the mechanisms that, that they've teased look excellent. So, um, I think that's going to be really cool to be walking through, um, this campus and, Spider-Man's going to be fine above. It's going to, it's going to remind me a little bit of the dragon on top of Gringotts at um, Diagon Alley at, at Universal. And I'm but hoping... I also think... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Hannah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hope the animatronics are good and that they can then, like, continue to add more, like, animatronic heroes flying through. So, like, maybe they won't add, um, yeah. you know... Like, like a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But that's also to... Jake's point, like how you're saying how good that animatronic was, I think, you know, we should not, you know, maybe discredit the ride coming as well, because I think the ride, if that animatronic was so good, just think of how great the ride's going to be. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, if, and if any of us or all of us came across, like we weren't excited for, for the Spider-Man attraction, um, that, that's false. So uh, we're, we're super excited. We're just trying to predict what the, what their experience is going to be like. So um, mm -hmm. excellent. So any more on Avengers campus for now? Well, one more thing. Uh, yeah. It's a taskmaster is going to be the villain. That's yes. I'm excited for that. That's going to be cool. I think taskmaster is also going to be one of the villains for uh, the black widow movie. Is that right? From what I understand, uh, that is correct. Yeah, that's exciting. He's, uh, as far as like villains take out of the comics to uh, to bring in, that's definitely one that would be top on my list. He's got some really cool powers and stuff. I think there'll be a lot of fun to, to watch and experience at the parks and everything. Yeah. Verbiage that I am not familiar with because I am sadly <clears throat> just kind of starting the uh, Marvel uh, series. <laughs> way late to the game i know <laughs> yeah we're, we're a little late and we'll get to that in our next segment <laughs> um i did want to mention i was looking at the food option that they have and it's with wasp and ant-man so i think that that's yeah. going to be cool too to see like that um those avenger or those marvel characters um as well come into play so it'd be cool kind of just to see how they like sprinkle it out throughout and i think you know walking through the park will be able to you know oh my gosh look at this oh my gosh look at this and like see different references um which disney is so good with all the little details and i always think california does an amazing job with all of their rides and all their details um so i i really think they're gonna like knock it out of the park uh especially i mean Oh, Sorry. go ahead. No, I was just going to say. Oh. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Anna. Jake, go ahead. You, you talked about the food option, and isn't it like Hank Pym's kitchen or something like that? And he's mm -hmm. the one who creates the particles that shrink and grow. So I'm really hoping that they have like. Oh. Um, pizza. Exactly, like massive foods and really tiny foods and like that kind of yeah. stuff. It would be a really fun cool. way to. So. That, that feels like so Very obvious cool. and so good that it feels like it'd be a huge miss if they didn't have something funny like that. Yeah, I think I saw there's a picture on the website. It looks like a giant soft pretzel or something. It's like <laughs> that alone is really exciting. Yeah. Soft yeah. That's awesome. Like I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> soft pretzel, funny. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for the soft pretzel. We're going to make a t-shirt for Jake. I'm here for the soft pretzels. <laughs> so the only other thing I want to mention on the Avengers campus, um, is that I'm hoping that they have character interaction the way that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge does it. 
And so at Hollywood Studios, you can go up and meet BB-8 and you can meet Kylo Ren and you can wait in line and do the whole meet and greet. But they do such a good job in Galaxy's Edge of characters walking around. So Kylo Ren usually walks around with like two stormtroopers. Um, and Ray goes around and um, interacts with guests and they, they, they play off of each other. And, you know, Ray's trying to um, stay out of sight of Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers and the, the stormtroopers come up to you and talk to you and, and, you know, ask to see identification or ask where your loyalties lie. And so I just think, I don't know how they would do that here, but I just think it'd be so cool if um, they had face characters of these Avengers and, and Marvel superheroes somehow interacting with guests outside of a meet and greet location. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to ask, where's this part of the park located at? Good question. And so it's going to be hard to tell from the, the, um, I was looking at the photo map. here. So it's on the other side of mission breakout. So you go down that, okay. you go down that, um, that road there. And when it dead ends at uh, mission breakout, it's going to be in that land next to it. Okay. It's kind of right behind cars land. It's on that same side. Yeah, exactly. I'm interested to see how they will transition that because I think um, Galaxy's yeah. Edge does such an amazing <clears throat> transition on both sides when you walk in. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal how they do it. Um, and so it will be, it will be really interesting to see how, how they do it out there too. So it'll be good. Yeah, I totally agree. Galaxy's Edge did a really good job at Disney World of that transition. So, mm -hmm. um, to Liz's point, I, I'm sure it's going to look look great. Oh yeah. And, and the one thing is, is that area is already set to like New York or down a downtown area. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, half the movies take place in that setting. So yeah, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of already natural, you know, to exist there. It's a natural extension of that area. So, mm -hmm. all right, guys, for time purposes, the last uh, 10 or so minutes here, let's talk about our favorite Marvel movies. So uh, I'm going to pull this up here and then give a short disclaimer. So <laughs> I am new to the Marvel universe, Marvel universe, excuse me. Um, I am so new that my movie watching started with the self-isolation practices from the coronavirus. So... <laughs> Um, Perfect I've tried, time. We've tried to hit out <laughs> at least one, one to one and a half movies per night, and so far we are all <laughs> yeah. the way through the Avengers, and all we're right. getting we're ready three to start quarters, three quarters, of three the quarters way. of the way through Avengers, and yeah. we're getting ready to start Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. No, 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 Iron Man three. Excuse me, Iron Man three. Iron Man three. This yeah. is I'm such a novice. So, mm -hmm. um, that said, let's start with Jake. Jake, what is your favorite Marvel movie? Um, that's a tough one. There's several uh, that stand out for me. Uh, on one side, the Iron Man movies, especially the first one. Uh, yeah. I really like those. You know, that's like where it all started. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is just perfect as, as Tony Stark. Uh, so the first Iron Man is really hard to beat for me. The other ones that I would put up there with it are... Uh, either the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, uh, just because I love the music and the humor, and uh, those are just so well done. Uh, I really like uh, any of the Captain America ones, too. Uh, in particular, the first Captain America, every time I watch it, I like it more. Uh, so <laughs> if I keep watching it, it's probably going to be at the top of my list eventually. Um, other than that, I really liked uh, Civil War. 
which is another Captain America one, I guess. Uh, okay. I really like that. And, uh, and I like the last couple of Avengers ones a lot too. Infinity War and Endgame were just perfect ways to like tie everything together. So, All right, I, so I know that's several. Not, not uh, the corner. So you like, but, so you like a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. But again, I have narrowed down one. even further. Just one. Oh, it's either Iron Man or Captain America, probably. Um, okay. I'll go with Captain America just because I like him better as a hero. Uh, so, so I'll go with that. Excellent. Hannah? Um, I would say that the Guardians of the Galaxies are also two great runner-ups for me because the humor and the music, like Jacob said, and Chris Pratt, just phenomenal in his role. Um, but my favorite would have to be Endgame. The action scenes and the fight scenes are phenomenal. I love the way that that story kind of pulled everything together. And I just, it was filled with so much like emotion for me. I was happy. I was sad. I was laughing. I was crying. I was mad. I was like, it's just, there was everything. I know, no spoilers. I'm yeah, not going to no. tell you what happened, but um, I cried a lot. I've already read so, some things. Yeah. It, it's just phenomenally done for a movie and especially for a superhero movie. So Endgame is my choice. All right, Elizabeth. Okay, so like Bruce said, we haven't seen many, but I feel like I have maybe seen some like parts of it. Um, and I did see Black Panther when that first came out. Mm -hmm. um, and I really did like Black Panther a lot. Um, and I know that maybe that's not like one, I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite, but it's higher up on my list. My favorite out of the ones that we've just recently seen, definitely Iron Man. Um, I was like, stoked when we saw Incredible Hulk and those like even last few seconds when like Tony Stark walks in I was like so pumped to even see him um I was like we were like debating if we should even um do um if we should even do uh watch it and then we watched a preview of it and Tony Stark walked in and I'm like we're watching it um so I definitely <laughs> think Iron Man is um my favorite character and I love his movies and I just, I don't know, it, it makes you laugh and you cry. It's just, it is really good. So I can't wait to see Iron Man 3 and the rest of the Avenger movies with him in it. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, for me, I, I'm going to sound a lot like Jake here, um, but my, my favorites are between the first Iron Man and the first Captain America, their first Avenger. Um, I absolutely love the setting and the environment of Captain America and how he was selling, uh, excuse me, selling the bonds and then mm -hmm. became the, uh, you know, then became the hero. And um, he was just kind of like this average um, to, you know, very super skinny guy who, um, you know, they built up. And so I love that storyline. Although to me already, Iron Man kind of feels like the classic um avengers movie and avenger so um and the one thing as a newbie watching all of this for the first time really in order um that and i'm sure you marvel fans out there jake hannah you will um already appreciate this but i like loved seeing um in iron man when they come in and they like pull captain america's shield out and then you're like oh my gosh that's captain yeah. america and like the different references when they would Say different things and like all the little easter eggs and i loved just in captain marvel like learning about oh what's marvel and like all of that and then seeing stanley like play a character like yes. and i'm talking like like a crazy person right now and like smiling huge but like 
they, I'm so sad that it took us this long to wait to watch them because they are so good. And I don't know why. <laughs> I'm oh, glad do, you guys are on board. Good job of, mm-hmm. They do such a good job of interconnecting them with that. It's like, yes, I love that. Stuff. Yes. I absolutely and, love that because I think that's why like, I love like Disney stuff so much, Harry Potter stuff so much, because when you see those interconnectors of like, you know, Harry Potter reference, like in Cursed Child, like when you see stuff like that, pulled from the originals it's like oh it warms your heart and so this is kind of giving me that same feeling so yeah yeah Yeah. I didn't realize that there was so much connectivity between them and cohesiveness um in the storytelling and so like when one funny part that I really liked was when Iron Man uses um Captain America's shield like the props Mm -hmm. up that I thought that was funny but um it, it it got me thinking I've been excluding Marvel from the conversation but when we talk about having a debate of like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Harry Potter, I'm starting to think that Marvel fits in there, at least from a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jake and Hannah, do you know, are, are there such thing as Marvel novels? The comic I mean, books? The comic oh, just, books. just the comic books. Okay. So, um, so I don't know if there's doesn't... actual books. I, I don't, I don't know anything about that, but uh, okay. there's, there's a lot of comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we probably couldn't compare literature wise but at least cinematically um i you know one thing i didn't anticipate thinking was that marvel fits in that discussion of harry potter star wars type you know sequels and and movies so mm-hmm. so with the uh the remaining couple minutes that we have uh hannah favorite avenger or favorite uh marvel superhero if um, you had to pick one captain america well it's on your shirt right <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, like how he is as a person, like before he becomes the huge, bulky superhero. And um, like he, he embodies a true hero as a person before he goes through everything. So I really like that. Yeah. Jake? Uh, I think I said it when I was rambling about all the movies, <laughs> but yeah, it's Captain America for me too. Um, like, like Hannah said, you know, he's just, uh, he has everything you want in a, in a hero as far as like personality and, uh, and everything goes like, I, I love the idea of how uh, they chose him not because he was like strong in body, but because he had, he was like strong in spirit. And so they were able to give him the body to like match that because he was mm-hmm. selfless yeah. and heroic yeah. and all that Good stuff. Like, it's just, it's just a really cool story. Like that I mean, grenade scene. I was like, Oh my gosh, you yeah. have to pick him. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth favorite uh, Marvel superhero Iron Man. I like Iron Man because um one that's not my personality at all Tony Stark's personality. So I love seeing like the opposite of it and just like how just his little things he's I'm just laughing because he's so funny. Um just like all the little things that he like says and acts and how witty he is and how he knows he's like the smartest human in the room and um that's like completely opposite from my personality so to see someone like portray that it's just it's really funny and cool oh uh, yeah and my my favorite is iron man as well uh, oh, as much as i oh. like captain america I, civil I like war him. we got a civil <laughs> war going on here. <laughs> uh yeah that's funny so this question is specifically jake and hannah um and we'll wrap up the show this way um if you were going to advise newbies um who are new to the marvel cinematic universe would you advise them in watching the series in order of the storyline chronologically or um the way that they were released in theaters i've only ever seen them the way they were released in theaters um my 
I, I, I want to go back and rewatch them <clears throat> um, storyline chronologically. And I think now is probably a great time to get started. Um, but I would say the one concern I would have with that would be because of the way things were released in the theaters, some of the post credit scenes or references mm-hmm. may spoil mm-hmm. things for you if you watch them that mm-hmm. way. We've already experienced I.e. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah, we'll yeah. spoil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that would be my, my biggest concern with that for a new fan is if you don't know anything about it, you're going to start seeing all these post credit scenes and these references that you don't understand. And then you're going to watch later movies and either get something spoiled for you or then when that reveal mm-hmm. happens in its own movie, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't as great as I expected it to be because I saw it coming. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Jake? Good point. So I... I, I again had never really I've never watched them in the uh, the chronological order. I, I just watched them as they came out, and uh, it's kind of reached a point where like there's so many of them, and, and the timeline seems so convoluted that it uh, it would be a pretty big undertaking to go back and watch them all. But I really like that that graphic you had up earlier. Like I might have to go uh, watch them sometime. And just listening to you guys talk about them uh, is is kind of swaying my opinion a little bit because I would have said things that uh, pop up as like the little Easter eggs. I would have yeah. said you kind of need to watch them in in the order that they were released to, to fully appreciate those. Like one of the cool things about uh, seeing Captain America's shield in Iron Man two was, I, I believe Iron Man two came out before Captain America did. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like mm-hmm. a little hype, like, Oh, like we're going to get Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like we got to see his shield, but clearly it still works well. Uh, oh yeah. Having already seen it. So, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm starting to lean a little bit towards uh, towards chronological <laughs> order. I think that might be a really cool way to do it. I'm, I'm eager to try it out now. Cool. Well, yeah. uh, we'll keep you updated on how it's going and the type of Easter eggs that we find cool as we go in that order. Yeah. So cool. All right. Anyone have any, uh, anything else to add about Marvel movies? No, no. no that's that's it. It. All right. Well, Just actually, sad we waited it too long. <laughs> I know <laughs> we have so much more to go. <laughs> All right. So if you are uh, watching uh, this podcast or listening to us, make sure you uh, give us a thumbs up and uh, comment in the section below. Let us know what your favorite Marvel movie is. Um, let us know what you are excited about um, at Avengers Campus in Disneyland. Make sure to connect with us on Facebook um, at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. And please.